You are now listening to The Nosebleeds with your hosts, Kush Parikh and Corey Johnson. Be sure to check us out weekly on Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on social media to stay up to date with the podcast on Twitter at the underscore nosebleeds. That's K-N-O-W-S bleeds. Instagram at the nosebleeds and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the nosebleeds. Face all your fears, then get at me. There's so many donuts on them back streets. Sit so high in the nosebleeds. Feel like I can fly. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome back to the Nosebleeds Podcast. That's K-N-O-W-S Bleeds. It's your boy. You already know it's your boy, Kush. And I'm here with my co-host, as always, Mr. Corey Johnson. And today, we are joined by some special guests from Milton Sports Corner. We got Cody Mola, Kyle Fulbright, and Curtis Redmond. Boys, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. You know, it's good to be... uh on the show that your Facebook tells you you're the number one fan of. So we're, we're glad to be here. Hell yeah. Doing great. I could be better. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm hoping, I hope 2021 is off to a better start than 2020, buddy. It is. That's good. I'm just, just having a great 2021. Yes, I am. We will get into why I am. And Corey, you are not going to hear the end of it. I hope you know that. <laughs> so, I mean, 17 weeks, 256 games later, the most unique season in the NFL history is in the books. Just like last year, 2020 is out the door, but I think like 2020, it was pretty crazy. It had a tremendous amount of up and downs and same with the NFL. I mean, the injuries, COVID, rescheduling and so much more. I'm probably missing out as well, too, but as the season wraps up, you know what time it is. It's time for awards time. We had you guys here last time, Milton, on our award show. I think it was mid-season award, right? Was that what it yeah. was? Yeah. So now you guys are here for this season's end of the year awards. And like always, we're going to go through offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, comeback player of the year, coach of the year, offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and of course, MVP. So let's just dive straight into it. Let's start off with Offensive Rookie of the Year. Corey, who do you have? Got to go with Justin Herbert on this one. I mean, shout out to Kyle's guy right there, Justin Herbert, for sure. He lit it up. Uh, I just think that with Joe Burrow kind of going down with the injury and Tua really not um, all that being that much of an impressive uh, in certain games. I mean, he has some some flashes here and there, but I feel like Justin Herbert definitely he put the Chargers in – a really good position to win a lot of games. Unfortunately, they didn't, but I felt like he has the stats, the numbers, and I feel they're more likely going to lean towards him than uh, Justin Jefferson. Cody, who do you have? Uh, I'm going to have to agree with Corey on this, Herbert. Um, this is pretty much a QB-dominated award, but Jet Jefferson, definitely worthy. Uh, also, James Robinson, pretty worthy. 1,000 yards in Jacksonville. Um but I think Herbert, you know, setting the rookie record, um, passing touchdowns and all that, he's going to get the award. Kyle? I'm going with my boy Herbie, too. Rookie, uh, touchdown leader. Yeah, touchdown leader. And then he should have had passing yards, but if Guyton doesn't drop that pass, I think he finished like 40 yards behind Andrew Luck and Guyton dropped like a 40-yard pass. Nitpicking. So, and he missed a game. And he missed a game. So thanks to the Chargers team doctor, or else this never would have happened. Jesus uh, Christ. 
For real, though. All right. You, all right. You Ty, are right. Tyrod's a good guy, but uh, Tyrod's a good guy. Anthony Lynn's a good guy, but we'll see you, Anthony. Uh, yeah, Herbie. <laughs> Curtis, who do you have? I am going to go with Justin Jefferson, despite with all, all you guys say. I'm a big-time Justin Jefferson fan, and he uh, had the he broke the rookie receiving yard record, and he uh, set a franchise record, too. He passed Randy Moss. I'm right there with you, Curtis. I got Justin Jefferson as well. I think anytime I know I know it's quarterback dominant award, but anytime you break a long standing record, that's the record that Anquan Bolden held with the most receiving yards as a rookie. That was back in 2003. And Justin Jefferson had 1400 yards and seven touchdowns. And mind you, he didn't even start the first two games of the season as well. And I think he had a lot of pressure with uh, filling the void of losing Stefan Diggs. And in my opinion, he did better than what anyone expected. So that's why I have Justin Jefferson winning it. Let's move on. Defensive rookie of the year. Curtis, who do you have? Uh, I got uh, I got Chase Young. I mean, I I know that I'm pretty sure when he was drafted, he, they didn't really need a defensive lineman, but he kind of stepped up for their defense, and uh, he pretty much led them, led their defense to the playoffs. And when the last time they were in the playoffs, so Kyle. Uh, I'm gonna go with Chase Young too. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious here. What I think out of the draft, everyone knew he was like the best player, but obviously, like kicking quarterback is what team needs. Um, he impacts the game just so many ways. Him and Montez Sweat over there are gonna be good for a long time. Old Spice man, Cody. Who do you have? Uh, I'm picking Chase Young as well. He's my preseason prediction. Um, seven and a half sacks, I think. For a rookie, he's pretty pretty impressive, and uh, he's getting some pretty good comparisons to like leaders such as Ray Lewis and stuff. But uh, yeah, he's got good qualities, good future ahead. Corey, yeah, definitely got to agree with the guys on this one. Chase Young, he dominated this season, and by far, I feel like one of the biggest reasons that the Washington football team made it to the postseason this year. Without him, I mean, who knows where they are, but. He definitely made an impact, and it's going to be a real problem in that division for a few years to come. Might be, like, threatened to be like Aaron Donald someday, maybe. We'll see. Well, I guess it's a sweep because I'm going Chase Young as well. Like Corey said, big reason why Washington's in the playoffs. I feel like kind of how Nick Bosa was last year with the Niners, kind of unlocking that entire defense. That's what Chase Young did with Washington, and he just completely boosted them. Uh, Cody, you said seven and a half sacks. He had 10 tackles for loss to go with that four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries and a touchdown all while missing a game. Yeah. So he didn't even, he missed one game as well too. So that could have been padded a little bit more, but all right, Chase Young defensive rookie of the year. He wants Tom comeback player of the year. Corey, who do you have? Uh, at mid season, I definitely would have just penciled in big Ben to get it. But uh, I think Alex Smith is going to be the fan favorite on this one. I think everybody's going to be impressed with the fact that how he came back, how he impacted Washington, how with the whole, you know, now quarterback controversy that we look back on with them. um, If they don't have Alex Smith, then they probably don't make it into the postseason. I mean, he definitely was a big part of why their offense was, you know, stable for the most part throughout the course of some uh, parts of the season when he was healthy. And I feel like just the fact that he came back from such a gruesome injury, he's definitely going to get voted in as comeback player of the year. Cody? Uh, This year's Le'Veon Bell award winner is going to have to be Alex Smith. Um, 
700 days removed from football, comes back, gets the football team into the playoffs. Um, this guy was, like, in danger of losing his life from this injury. So uh, pretty impressive, pretty inspiring as a, as a fan for sure. Kyle? Alex Smith. I don't think he got to say anything. I think he's going to win. Curtis? Uh, yeah, I usually like to go against the popular vote, but uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Alex Smith. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is a close second. <laughs> For you guys that don't understand the Le'Veon Bell reference, when we did our midseason award prediction in a season that Le'Veon Bell didn't play the season before, Kurt had him as comeback player of the year because I'm pretty sure his stats were inflated from the year before. Get 100% increase. He did. <laughs> he did indeed. I guess we got another sweep here, though, because I'm going Alex Smith, too. And if he doesn't win this award, I honestly why I have this award because, yes, his stats weren't great, but just I think the comeback story in itself for him to win this award is good enough. Like Cody said, um, wasn't even supposed to play football, let alone walk or be alive right now. So, honestly, in my opinion, I think if he wins this award, they should – Name this award after him just because of his story of what he was able to do. All right, Coach of the Year. Uh, let's start off with Curtis. Who do you have? McDermott? Is that who it's going to be? <laughs> you know, that was uh, – he was up there. But uh, to be honest, I don't really know how to say this guy's name. But uh, <laughs> Kevin Stefanski is what – You I'm nailed it. Oh, you nailed it, buddy. You asked me before and I told you. I know. I forgot. But uh, he's he. When was the last time the Browns were in the playoffs? Eighteen I got a, years ago. Yeah, so I got a I got a few friends that are Browns fans. They're they're pumped, and I think who the first yeah. of all hold on <laughs> who the hell is Browns fans? I, I need to know. You need to you need to call them out on this podcast right now. He's been a Browns fan forever. It's my my buddy Jake San Miguel's dad. He's a big time Browns fan, and he messaged me. He's like he's like. Let's go. And he posted him a, he sent me a video of some guy like drinking because he was happy that the Browns won. Dog pound. Yeah. I'm going to go with Mr. Stefanski. Well, you didn't butcher the name back to back here. So you're good on this one. Kyle, who do you have? I'm sticking with the WTF theme here. The uh, We're going with Riverboat Ron here. Our boy Riverboat Ron beat cancer. Coached during in the middle of a pandemic while doing chemo all these days and led his team to the playoffs. And they are seven and nine, so not the best of records there, uh, but still leading them to the playoffs. Number one, uh, winning the NFC East and doing this all while going to chemo like during the season. Pretty crazy story. Cody, I'm gonna have to pick McDermott for Kurt. Um, you know if. If uh, the Dolphins would have showed up in the last game, I would give a lot of love to Flores. Um, he still deserves some love for that. But 13-3, uh, and three, most points in the AFC. And if you would have uh, predicted that from the Bills preseason, you would for sure give this award to, to Sean. Corey? Uh, man, I'm so torn. Uh, I picked Brian Flores uh, before the season. Uh, didn't expect them to have as great a season that they did, but I'm going to go and switch it up on you guys. I think Mike Tomlin. I think Mike Tomlin, when you look at the fact that the Steelers came from where they were last season and coming back this season and having such a dominant start undefeated, 
yeah, they did not finish out the season as probably as as, uh, as, as they would have liked. But at the same time, you got to look at the fact that they were pretty much looking like uh, the favorite, one of the favorites in the AFC throughout the course of this season. And I think Mike Tomlin did a huge job of bringing them back from a borderline playoff team to now a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I'm going to go with Kurt. I got Kevin Stefanski as well. I think, it, first of all, it was very tough for me. I think if Brian, Brian Flores and the Dolphins would have made the playoffs, it would have for sure been Brian Flores. But because of that, I'm going to go with Kevin Stefanski. Ended the 18-year playoff drought. And mind you, this is without OBJ, without a lot of defensive players throughout the seasons, and then without Nick Chubb for a quarter of the seasons. Browns still finished 11-5. and five, Snuck into the playoffs as Stefanski's first year as head coach for the Browns. Offensive anti-coach of the year anti-coach of the year yeah go ahead who do you want for anti-coach of the year uh anthony lynn (laughs) i don't know adam gase is up there too i mean gase figured out how to win at least anthony lynn just kept inventing ways to lose hey they figured it out then he almost saved his job they had one more game they had 17 weeks this season i think he would have saved his job (laughs) well all in all, they're out of their teams right now. They're unemployed. So complete anti-coach of the year. Let's move on. Offensive player of the year. Corey, who do you have? Offensive player of the year. I might shock you guys. I'm going with Stefan Diggs. When we look at the fact that Stefan Diggs, he got the boot out of Minnesota, and everybody was kind of like shocked at the trade. But let's be honest, this did wonders for Josh Allen. And had it really not been for Stefan Diggs being there, I don't know if the Bills offense is as dominant as it is without him. I mean, he really showed up this year and really made things a lot easier uh, and had a career year. So I think that uh, especially now with the Bills getting to the postseason, that he definitely deserves the shine. And I think that I got to go with him for uh, for offensive player of the year. Cody? I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Um, King Henry just two thousand over two thousand yards rushing, seventeen touchdowns. Uh, really just carried the load for this offense every week. I mean, he was getting 25, 30 touches, um, and just never wore down. I mean, to get that many touches over sixteen games, and then do it in the playoffs the year before, and he's set to do it again right now. So, um, King Henry for Player of the Year offensively. Kyle. Yeah, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry, too. 2,000 yards, and yeah, like Cody said, he did it last year all throughout the playoffs, and I think people kind of thought it might uh, have, like, a bad carryover into this season for him just because he did it 30 times a game last year, but he kept it up, and we'll see if he can do it again versus the Ravens, see if he can uh, throw anyone down this year in the playoffs. Any stiff arms? Curtis? I actually went with uh, Derrick Henry, too. Just because he's he's pretty he's an absolute beast, you know. And uh, I was looking at the stats; he had like 500 more yards than than the next leading rusher. I think it was Dalvin Cook. And if he's doing that, I know he's getting plenty more carries, but just like the ability he has to stay in through all those carries and pretty much play every game, it's, it's pretty insane. Yeah, I got Derrick Henry as well. First Titan. 2,000 yard rusher since Mr. Getaway from the cop speed, CJ2K. <laughs> and uh, 
I mean, on top of that, a lot of you guys are talking about his 2K yard rushing, but man, this guy had 17 rushing touchdowns on top of that as well. So, which is absolutely insane. If you had him in fantasy, good for you. But uh, I really think he helped Ryan Tannehill rejuvenate his career the past two years and honestly helped the Titans this year win the division. Absolutely. Defensive player of the year. Kurt, who do you have? I have, uh, I have TJ Watt. I'm pretty sure he led the league in sacks, and uh, he is the leader of one of the better defenses in the NFL with the Steelers. And I think he uh, he gave a, gave him a lot of energy, and was a key component to their big season. That he was, Kyle. Yeah, I got TJ Watt too. Led the league in sacks, and uh, I think he might have taken over as the better Watt brother here. The <laughs> but. Yeah, definitely TJ Watt. Anchor that defense. Uh, they do have a lot of injuries there on the Pittsburgh defense, which kind of was their downfall late in the season. But he's kind of always been there for them, and uh, we'll see if he can keep it going. We'll see if the Watt brothers team up this offseason. I think I think JJ will go. Well, and all three of them will be there. Derek. Yeah, it will be interesting. Cody, who do you have? Uh, TJ was my uh, preseason pick, but I'm going to have to give it to my man X. Uh, Double-digit interceptions this year. Um, established himself as one of the premier corners, uh, earned his pay. I mean, this guy, I know not many people are watching every Dolphin snap like I am, but you can't – he's just the way he plays the ball. You know, he'll bait quarterbacks, and uh, he just has some elite ball skills and grab 10 this year. Two separate streaks of four-plus, so it's pretty impressive. For sure. Corey, who do you have? Yeah, I want to give it to the Watt brother, but like he said, man, Cody's right. Um, X-Man, Xavier Howard, he was killing it. it. Really established himself as one of the premier corners. And, um, I mean, to go out and lead the league in interceptions, I mean, that was incredible. And the fact that, like, he was doing it in a defense that was pretty, pretty much, like, helping the Dolphins on their playoff push – uh, I think he was one of the big time reasons why they um, were were having such really good games, and he did all he possibly could to try to get them into the playoffs, but unfortunately, just missed out. Yeah, I got X. X gonna give it to you. He's the first player since Antonio Cromartie in mm-hmm. 2007 to have 10 interceptions, and he so he led the league in interceptions, like you guys said, with 10. But he also led the league in pass deflections, and a lot of these interceptions that he had weren't even gimmies. He had to work for them. It was work hard for them. And then on top of that, finished with the best best passer rating allowed by a corner, and the next best was Jair Alexander, who was 14 points above him, which is an insane gap. Um, T.J. Watt, it was. Very very close between them two but in my opinion x plays the hardest position in football in in my opinion so that's why i have to give it to him back to back years possibly Corner. yeah back to back years we got stefan gilmore and then maybe x this year and then we got the mvp the grand finale who do you have Corey? man uh I'm gonna go Rodgers. I know it's I know, I know, I know. It's it's like Mahomes, Rodgers, which one do you want? I'm gonna go with Rodgers though. I feel like with Mahomes kind of sitting out like the last game, with at the same time, I think that Rodgers he makes a good case. Um, I think honestly, he's in the tougher conference, be it the NFC. And not to say that the Chiefs didn't play anybody this year, they had a really tough schedule, but at the same token, I mean, I just feel like Mahomes has way more weapons to work with than Aaron Rodgers does. Aaron Rodgers has, yes, 
uh, a star wide receiver, but at the same time, I mean, he doesn't have as many weapons as Mahomes does. So I think the fact that he doesn't have all the weaponry that Mahomes does is just that much more impressive that he put up a season that he did this year. Cody. I'm going to go with Rogers as well. Uh, discount double check. I mean, 48 touchdowns. They had more passing touchdowns than punts this year. Like that's absolutely ridiculous for offense. Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is just the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, hottest in the league right now as well. And uh, yeah, we're not talking about that quarterback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers MVP. Kyle, who do you have? We got Rodgers. Rodgers, 48 touchdowns to like what is like five interceptions. I think he's for sure the best quarterback right now in the league. Like Cody said, he's doing, he's got Devontae Adams, but then he has, was number two, Mr. David, out there. Valdez Scantling, who drops, what, one or two balls a game. Uh, no one to throw to out there. He's throwing touchdowns in the snow, throwing touchdowns to rando guys. And uh, But I don't know about uh, Corey saying that NFC's tougher because the Chiefs, you know, they, they have to play the Chargers twice a year. So, No, oh, buddy. All right, Curtis, who do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go with Patty Mahomes just because – he has he runs the most electrifying offense in the NFL, and it's it's pretty hard to choose against him. It's pretty hard to choose against Aaron Rodgers too. So I think it is a toss up between the two, but I'm going to say Mahomes edges him out just a bit. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Kurt, you're right. It's basically a toss up between them two. But I think Aaron Rodgers at the age of 37, future Hall of Famer for sure. But he just had his best season of his career maybe uh and i think he's gonna wrap up and get his third mvp finished with 51 total touchdowns this season and 70 percent completion percentage so just to do that at the age of 37 uh and in green bay with the weather like that as well too it's i'm, I'm giving it to aaron Rodgers. playing madden yep well only the regular season is over. Time to buckle up. We got the home stretch. We got the postseason. We're going to go e- over each of our uh, wild card winners, conference championship matchups, Super Bowl matchups, and obviously the Super Bowl winners. So the Chiefs and the Packers, they clinched the first seed. They got that first round by with the new playoff format. So let's start off with the AFC wild card. We got the Colts and the Bills. Didn't play in the regular season this year. So uh, who do you guys have winning? Start with Corey. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills. I love Josh Allen. Um, I think that he definitely showed a lot of people why he should not have been like an oversight when he was drafted. Um, I think a lot of people were looking at Darnold and Baker and, uh, and, and even Lamar, but they weren't even giving this guy the time of day. They said he had a strong arm, but he's definitely certified himself as a top tier quarterback in this league. And uh, I think he's going to continue that against the Colts. And I think that the offense is going to be way too much. The Colts uh, by all intents and purposes, I think when they're going to get down, you're going to rely on old man, Phillip rivers. And we all know he just loves to chuck stuff up <laughs> and just throw it down there. So uh, I think that the bills are going to have a field day and they're going to have a, a pretty close tight win, but I think they're going to be moving on here. Cody. Uh, Saudi on be picking the Bills to win a playoff game. Um, they're just the better. I want to say they're the better team. They're the hotter team, but the Colts are um, 
pretty good all around. They got a good defense, but um, just they haven't been playing too well. Just gave up 28 to the Steelers in the second half and then kind of struggled with Jacksonville. And uh, Josh Allen's rolling. Um, McDermott gets a playoff win because they're not throwing the fullbacks this year. Kyle? I got the Bills too, but I actually think it's going to be a little closer than people think. I think my boy Phil, you know, he turns it on in December and January. And uh, he's going to be heading to the cold in Buffalo. They only got like 6,000 fans going in. So that Phil will be uh, calling his audibles till one second at the line. And they'll be able to hear him. No curse words, though. You but, said how many seats are available? 6,700, I think, or something. Okay. So all his kids will be there. <laughs> filling up pretty much the entire stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Kush. Good one. Dun-dun-dun-ch. Kurt, who do you have? I got yeah, the, I was done. Oh, <laughs> Kyle, you can finish, guy. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I got the uh, Bills Mafia as well. You know, shout out to all those group of five players out there. Even though we went to Wyoming, but uh, we got Josh Allen and the Bills. Yeah, I got the Bills too. Bills Mafia over under two hundred tables broken. If, if, if the they Bills, win, then it's going to be over 2,000. I'll jump through our table here if the Bills win the Super Bowl. All oh right. Well, God. you got to record that and send that test so we can post it on the nosebleeds. <laughs> I got the Bills. I think their offense is just steamrolling through teams recently. They're hot. Their defense is a big concern for this playoff run, but I just think the Colts don't have enough firepower to keep up with the Bills, and that's why I have the Bills winning. Next matchup, we got the Browns. Versus the Steelers, they played twice this year, given they're in the same division. Game one, the Steelers won 38-7. to Game two, the Browns won in week 17, 24-22. Kurt, who do you have winning this matchup? I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns, baby. We got uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, he's been showing out a little bit at the end of the year. I think he'll continue that into the postseason. Kyle? I got the Steelers here. The Steel- they almost beat the Browns last week with playing Mason Rudolph out there. Uh, I just think they'll Big Ben will turn. They have been playing. They haven't been playing great lately, but I think Big Ben will turn it on in the playoffs. And I think they beat the Browns pretty handily here. Uh, Baker, um, they're he doesn't know what to do when TJ's running at him there when he's under pressure. He's just he's he'll throw a couple picks there, get under pressure. He's not that good. Um, I don't think Baker's that good, but uh, I got the Steelers. I think they'll win pretty big. Amen. I'm all for that Baker statement. Cody. Shout out to Jack. Um, I'm actually going to pick Pittsburgh in this one. Uh, last week wasn't really um, a real game between the two. They were both missing a bunch of starters on each side. But the Browns uh, secondary has been a big issue kind of all year. Um, and I think it'll bite them with the talented trio that their Steelers have. And Ben's throwing the ball one yard, but. Uh, I think it'll get the job done. Just more experience in the playoffs. And um, they'll they'll be playing all their guys on defense. And, and they hung with, with the Browns last week playing um, four, four backups. So, Corey? As much as you would love to have 2021 start off with a crazy one with the Browns winning their first playoff game since, I think, like 1994, I don't think any of us were alive to ever see the Browns win a playoff game. So uh, that would be crazy to see. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Steelers are going to 
I don't want to say like dominate this one, but I think it'll definitely be close since they are division rivals. But I just think that it's going to be a high pressurized situation. And I've seen Big Ben do it in the playoffs before. I mean, this is going to be the first time we see Baker try to do it. I think the defense is going to be a little bit tougher. I think the fact that you guys, as you guys mentioned, backups kind of even were hanging tough with the Browns last week. Um, I don't know. I just think that the Steelers have the edge, have the experience and, uh, we really don't know even if the Browns are going to be fully healthy going into this game. So I think the Steelers have the edge here. As long as Juju doesn't dance on the logo. I hope he dances. <laughs> you had all that buildup for the Browns just to pick the Steelers. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. As much as I hate to do it, I got to go Steelers winning this game. Like you guys, you guys all hit the nail on the head with it, with the backups hanging in tough with them. No Big Ben, no TJ Watt, no Cam Hayward, no Pouncey. They'll all be there for this wild card game, and Steelers will win. Next matchup, we got my Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans. This is a revenge game from last year's divisional round. And in the regular season this year, Titans won the regular season matchup 30-24 to in overtime. Corey, who do you have? And I swear to God, please, I actually want you to pick the Titans this one. Keep doubting the Ravens so we can get that dub. No, I'll shock you on this one. Uh, I do have the Ravens winning this time. Um, I think, I, I honestly think, I honestly think um, uh, after they were able to, you know, barely get into the playoffs this year, I mean, kind of shocking that it took them all the way up to week 17. But, hey, it is what it is. I so we didn't, we didn't go song. 11 and 5? Hey, eleven and five, but barely made it. Had you had you not had you lost to Cincy, I mean, he would have been packing your bags and waiting for next year. But anyway, um, Ravens get in, and I think that they are going to beat the Titans here. I'm going to edge them out. I think it's. I think we're all waiting for Lamar Jackson to have that signature playoff moment. I think this is going to be where he has it. Um, he finally is going to show up in the postseason. I think that the Ravens defense is going to uh, focus in on uh, Derrick Henry, and I think. They're not going to stop them, obviously, but I think gonna, if the pressure is on Derrick Henry uh, to, like, do all the work, then I think they're going to key in on that and hopefully not let the guy go off for <laughs> over 200 or 300 yards on them. So as long as they do that, then I think they have a good chance. And if it's close, I'd like the Ravens to go ahead and steal one. Cody? I am picking the Titans in this one. Uh, I just don't trust Lamar's ability to throw still um he can't can't do it he can't do it even against he's going to be able to throw he's probably going to get 270 plus yards in this one just because the Titans defense is so bad I think this ends up being a high scoring game and uh Tanny Hill four touchdown game here um you know he's going to total touchdown not passing but with the rushing ability um and he's been just so efficient inside the red zone for the last two years I mean you look at his numbers, and they're they're almost better than Mahomes in some aspects. And uh, I think Tanny Hill just gets the job done. Kyle, I'm gonna go with the Ravens here. I think it's gonna be a close game. I I wanted to pick the Titans, Kush. Don't worry, I wanted to pick the Titans, but I think uh, Tennessee's defense has is not good, especially recently. They almost blew it to the Texans last week, and they wouldn't have even been in this spot right now. They don't make the doink right there at the end. Um, but I think the Ravens will keen in on Derrick Henry and force Ryan Tannehill to throw, and the question will be, will he be able to? And we'll see, and it's a kind of a revenge game for last year. Um, but, yeah, the, I'm, 
I'm a little surprised that the Ravens are favored by like how much I think they're favored by like three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little surprised by that, but uh I think it will be close, will be high scoring, but I think Lamar does uh pull it out here. They have been hot recently. Ravens flock. <laughs> Ravens flock. Curtis, who do you have? I'm gonna go ahead and go with the uh Tennessee Titans. I think uh Derrick Henry's gonna run all over him. Lamar, I think he will be lucky because he won't have Mr. Kamala Correa running after him this year. <laughs> that was the ultimate last year was an ultimate revenge game for Kamala Correa. Homeboy didn't do shit in Baltimore, <laughs> decides to turn up against us. Yeah, so he's lucky to not have him run after him, but uh I don't know. I think the Titans are gonna come away with this one. Sorry, Kish. I swear, if you guys show up to my place with Tannehill jerseys again, oh. like last <laughs> year, <laughs> Corey, I don't, I don't know if you know about this, but we watched the divisional round uh, the second day and the day before the Ravens had just lost to the Titans. These fools come over to watch the game at my place, and they show up with freaking Tannehill Dolphin jerseys. <laughs> the audacity! Hey, I'm surprised. Comes, I honestly, I'm surprised I let him in my house. You almost if it comes, it. if it comes down to a field <laughs> goal, I mean, you guys have the advantage. You have Justin Tucker, so I mean. No, no worries there. They have a future. The Titans don't have a Hall of Famer. They they don't have them. They don't have them. Well, for me, you know, I'm going to go with the Ravens. They've been hot to end the season, even though they've played some cupcake teams to end the season. But I think last matchup in the regular season that they had, there was no Calais Campbell and no Brandon Williams versus the Titans. And I think those are two huge guys to, like Corey said, you can't stop Derrick Henry, but you can hope to contain him. And I think two those two guys right there will help contain Derrick Henry and force um, Tannehill to beat them. And like Cody said, the Titans defense is so, so bad this season. And the Ravens just rushed for 400 yards in week 17 against the Bengals. So I think they're going to lean on their rushing attack a lot. I just can only hope and pray that Greg Roman, if they somehow get down to the Titans, he doesn't panic and he doesn't completely go off the game plan because last year that happened and Hopefully he learned from that and the Ravens are going to come for revenge and beat the Titans. Ravens win. Let's move on to the NFC. We got the wild card games still bears versus saints. Corey, who do you have? Y'all going to hate me for this. Let's go with the Chicago on this one. We'll go with the bears uh, upsetting the saints here. Um, It's just been a weird season for new Orleans, man. I mean, who like, if Alvin Kamara is, does anybody know if Alvin Kamara is going to be able to go? Like, yeah, he, wow. he can get because of the Sunday game, he can play. Okay, because I don't know, like, if he if he's not able to be like his regular self, I'm kind of scared about that. Um, the whole experiment throughout the season with Taysom Hill and Drew Brees has kind of been weird. Um, I don't know. I just feel like the Bears, if they keep it close, and the defense has been solid throughout the course of this year. As long as they keep it close and Mitch doesn't do anything stupid, I mean, if they put themselves in a position to to just you know, uh, you know, make it a short short game, uh, I think they can can find a way to get the upset here. And I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Bears sneak one here, guys. This is my upset of of the wild card round right here: Bears over the Saints. Interesante, Cody. Who do you have? Um, we're going with the Saints. Um... The Saints' defense has been pretty legit all year. Um, offensively, they've got someone that could be 
player of the year offensively in, in Kamara, um, tied for the with Dalvin with 16 touchdowns, I think. And uh, missing last week kind of might have helped him uh, get some rest. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, in my opinion, the best running back in football, and you need a run game deep in these playoffs. And um, as long as the refs don't do anything to, to host the Saints right now, they, the Saints will win this matchup. They've had some bad luck recently. Kyle, who do you have? I got the Saints, too. I think they beat them pretty handily. I think uh, going against what Corey said, I think Mitch will do something stupid or actually a few things <laughs> pretty stupid. They might have to put Nick Foles in there. You know, if Nick Foles comes in, they might have, they have a better chance of winning, honestly. It's Foles <laughs> magic in the playoffs. Uh, so maybe Bears fans should be hoping for that. But uh, Bears defense is good, but I just think the Saints are too much. And they Drew Brees being probably his last season will turn it on here and figure out a way to win. I think they beat them pretty handily. Nick Foles might just be the best backup quarterback in NFL history, so maybe. Kurt, who do you have? I'm going to go with the Saints as well, uh, as long as Drew Brees is in there more than Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill hates Kamara. Um, but also, Kamara needs to bring out some more cleats, some more colorful cleats so he can uh, go out and score a bunch more touchdowns. So I'm going to go with the Saints. I also forgot to mention that these teams did play in the regular season and the Saints won 26 to 23 in overtime. But for me, I think this is going to be a defensive matchup, given how good each of their defenses is. And last time the Bears were in the playoffs, the infamous double doink happened. So hopefully that does. I mean, this is some bad luck with these two teams when it comes to playoffs, but I don't trust Trubisky versus the Saints defense. They're just hounding. And honestly, if there's no Roquan Smith for the Bears, I think they're not going to win because hey, all, all he has to do is just game manage. And in that game, everybody talks about the double doing, but Trubisky didn't play that bad. I mean, he played pretty solid. All he has to do is just game manage. Don't turn the ball over and try to punch it in the end zone when you're in the red zone. So, I mean, as long as they do that, I mean, they're going to, they, they, they could pull off the upset here. And I'm, and I'm, I'm hoping and I'm praying that Chicago does it. Cause I feel like the saints have just kind of been too up and down all year, man. Well, he was also riding the coattails of that defense all season long. And I just think in this matchup, the Saints defense outweighs the Bears defense. That's why I got the Saints winning. Next matchup, we got the NFC West matchup, the Rams versus the Seahawks. Two matchups this season, given they were in the same division. Game one, the Rams won 23 to 16. Game two, the Seahawks won 20 to 9. The Rams had one job. One job for us, Cody. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so who who do you guys have winning this matchup? Corey, I'll start with you. Um, I'm taking the Seahawks here just because I know uh, at the before the season started, I was kind of low on them because, as you know, I had them finishing, I believe, third in the division <laughs> and actually finishing worse, even though they traded for Jamal Adams. But <laughs> yeah, cold sports, cold sports, cold sports. No, nah, even – but I feel like – Seattle is the better team in my opinion because we don't we still don't know as far as if Jared Goff is going to be able to go on Sunday McVay's kind of being a little you know dubious as far as who he's going to name as far as the starter but I mean would I be shocked if the Rams make this a defensive game no but Russell Wilson can do Russell Wilson things and that man is dangerous as we all know and I think he's going to get dangerous um, this weekend and I feel like the Rams, if they let this man go off, he's going to be the reason why, yet again, they have to watch and 
see the Seahawks move on in the playoffs. Cody, who do you have winning this matchup? Uh, this one's tough for me to pick. Might be the toughest game out of the six this weekend. Um, the Rams typically do match up well with Seattle. Um, Russ has definitely cooled off from his hot start, and I think they've gone to a, a heavier run game, especially getting all three guys healthy, which will, will help them. Um, DK hasn't done great in his career against Ramsey either, but the ultimate X factor is the quarterback at Rams for the Rams. Uh, Jared Goff, you know, same same as Lamar, just isn't good at throwing the ball and making good decisions while passing. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Seattle in a tight game here. Kyle? I got Seattle also. I'm a big uh, Seattle guy here. Shout out Colt Sports over there. Uh, I think Russ will turn on their defense, has been playing good uh, lately. Their offense hasn't been so great, but I think they will figure out a way. And yeah, you don't know if Jared Goff's going to play, but even if he does, who knows if that's better or worse for the Rams. Uh, we don't really know. Uh, I think Seattle beats the Rams. Uh, also pretty big here. I think uh, they are a much better team. The Rams defense is good, but I think Russ figures out a way. Well, hopefully the Rams aren't due for a win for cold sports. Kurt, who do you have? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Rams. I do think it's going to be a close game. And like Kyle said, I think it might be better for the Rams if Goff didn't play. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be a close matchup. You know, Ramsey has been – Ramsey has been pretty good against DK, so – <laughs> I think they'll come out on top of this one, but it'll be close. Oh, buddy, I don't know how to top with that one, but uh, I got the Seahawks winning as well. I think their defense is finally starting to figure it out. They're finally starting to string, string it together, um, given they haven't played that great of offensive teams. And, I mean, they're not playing a great offensive team in the wild card, so it's uh, – favored for them but I just think on offense for the Seahawks they have so many weapons this defense is one of the best in the league but I just think the Seahawks offense has too many weapons for uh the Rams and I think the Seahawks win doesn't matter who's at quarterback for the Rams I think the Seahawks win next matchup we got the last wild card in the NFC we got the Buccaneers versus the Washington football team they didn't play in the regular season so who do you guys have winning Curtis I got the Buccaneers because they have Tom Brady and he knows how to figure it out and he will. And I think the Buccaneers will also go way farther than this game, but cause, cause they have Tom Brady and he just, even though he's like 40, he just knows, he knows how to win. That's what he's done his whole career. Kyle. I got the Bucks also. Uh, I do think the football team keeps it closer. I think the Bucks might be overlooking them a little bit. Uh, people just assume that they're going to, dominate them but i think the bucks do win uh brady's brady figures out a way but i think the wtfs uh keep it close cody uh this is gonna be my upset of the weekend here uh, i'm going with the football team um brady has historically struggled against good defensive fronts that create pressure up the middle and the football team's off uh, defensive line can definitely do that um and I think the Buccaneers are, are overrated a bit, especially, you know, the last two weeks. Thank you. They, um, Thank you. They beat up a Lions team that couldn't even practice all week. They didn't have a coach. Um, and then last week they played the Atlanta Georgia Falcons and Matt Ryan. So 
Um, but yeah, I mean, even earlier in this year, I mean, the Bucks' best win was probably the Packers game, and uh, other against other good teams, they've they've just kind of Brady's kind of struggled, and uh, yeah, I think uh, it stays close. And football team's gonna need Gibson. They're gonna need they're gonna need Alex Smith and uh, Logan Thomas X factor for this one. Corey, who do you have winning this matchup? Well, as much as I would love to make this an upset here, uh, the one thing that you can never do is try and call out Tom Brady. And I feel like Chase Young messed up when he said he wanted Tom Brady. Well, he's about to get him. And the Buccaneers, I feel, are, I don't want to say going to blow out the football team. I think it'll be like a slow start. Maybe like second half, I think, is when Tom is going to get in that second gear and I think that's when their office is just going to be a little bit too much for them. I mean, the fact that they got Antonio Brown, uh, Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronkowski. I mean, they got so many weapons. But I think the thing is, is that Tom just has been trying so hard to try to spread the wealth out that I think he's just going to be like, look, I'm going to go to whoever I feel has been reliable for me all season. I think that's going to be Evans. I think that's going to be Gronkowski. And I think he might even try to hit uh, Antonio Brown, too. So I think that. Tom is going to figure it out. I think he's slowly but surely, even though he's had some cupcake uh, games these past couple ones, um, I think the Buccaneers, this is going to be the game where they decided to show up in the postseason. But will they go all the way? That is the question. Well, I don't think they're going to go all the way because I'm right there with Cody. I have him losing in the wild card against Washington. Washington's defense is legit. And like Cody said, that front four, front seven, you could even save as well, too. They're going to cause problems for Brady. And honestly, I don't think Mike Evans is playing this game. I really don't think he's going to play. And if he doesn't play, that's a huge, huge loss for them. And the last two times that teams have had a losing record in the playoffs, 2010 Seahawks, they beat the Saints, 2015 Panthers, they beat the Cardinals. So I think the trend continues. And I think the team with the losing record prevails and Washington gets the dub in the wild card round. So now we're going to go over our conference championship matchups. I think this is where it's going to start getting juicy over here. We got the AFC and the NFC. Corey, let's start with you. Who do you have playing in this matchup and who do you have winning? So for my conference championship matchup, I have the Green Bay Packers going up against the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC. And in the AFC, I have the Buffalo Bills going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. And both number one seeds, I think, are going to advance here. Cody, who do you have? Yeah, I have the ones and twos in both. Um, Chiefs and Bills. And then I have the Chiefs winning. And then uh, NFC, I have the Saints actually beating the Packers. Kyle? Um. I got the Chiefs and the Bills, and then in the NFC, the Seahawks and the uh, Packers. Um, wait, are we saying who yeah. wins? Oh, I got the Chiefs um, beating the Bills in the AFC, and then I think the Seahawks are going to come out of the NFC. Uh, big, big Russ guy, and like once again, their defense figured it out, and I think uh, their offense figures it out here. Pete gets another shot at the Super Bowl. Uh Let's see if he uh, passes it this time or runs it this time. <laughs> it doesn't pass it this time. Kurt, who do you have? I got the uh, – so I got the Chiefs against the Bills, and then I do have the Titans against the Browns. 
What are you talking about? Oh. Possible? I don't know if that's possible. What do you? Yeah, it's possible. Well, I'm talking nah, about first. not um, based on the seating. Wait, in the in the conference championship? No. What? What are you talking about? This is yeah. This is the conference championship. Oh, we're just going straight to the championship. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Because oh. if you oh. if you do the math for the conference championship and the wild card winners, you can get the divisional round. So we're just gonna go straight to the conference championship. There we go. Well. <laughs> oh I got boy. <laughs> I got the Bills and oh where is it? I got the Bills and the Titans. And then in the in the NFC I have the Saints versus the Bucks. Okay, and who do you have winning these matchups? I got the and then the Super Bowl is gonna be the Bills versus the Bucks. The B. Alrighty. Well that was the interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with the Bills versus the Chiefs in the AFC, the one versus two. I think it's going to be a close game than people anticipate, but I think Mahomes and the Chiefs punch their tickets to the Super Bowl yet again. NFC, I have the Seahawks versus the Packers. I think the Seahawks beat the Saints. Uh, Aaron Rodgers will show everyone why he is MVP, and the Packers will punch their tickets to the Super Bowl. So now we got the Super Bowl. Let's talk about our matchups. Kurt, let's talk about your matchup in the Super Bowl and who's going to win. Well, we got the uh, matchup of the Bees in the Super Bowl, and I think the Bills are going to be victorious with the notorious Josh Allen. And uh, I don't know. I That's just, insane if that happens, yo. If that <laughs> happens, Buffalo winning the Super Bowl in 2021. Yeah, and there's going to be a, a lot of broken tables to start out 2021. Man, against Tom Brady, too? Against Tom Brady. All right, we got, a bold, we got a bold prediction right there. I like it, Kurt. Kyle, who do I you love have? it? Uh, I got the Chiefs beating the Hawks. Go Hawks! Uh, in a close uh, high, I think it'd be a high-scoring game. Um, Want to pick the Seahawks here, but I don't. I think Mahomes. Uh, they win it again, and they beat what the up, Mahomes. Go Hawks! Seattle, we got a deal. Cody, who's your pick? <laughs> Uh, I have a uh, Chiefs over Saints. Um, Drew does a lot of work to get him there, but just can't can't get over the hump. Uh, Mahomes, I mean, they're most electric offense. They got so many guys that can beat you. And whenever Mahomes is is scrambling, you know Kelsey's always open. And uh, I don't know if there's really a matchup for Kelsey. Like I I don't know who you could cover Kelsey with. And uh, you know who they would once- need. Oh, you have the Saints. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And who are you about to say, though? <laughs> I thought you said the Packers for a second. I was going to say Blake Martinez, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought you were going to call Kyle's guy out for his, his savage. But um, Oh, boy. Not, but no, I don't think uh, the, Saint, the Saints just can't, can't beat them and get a repeat champ. Andy Reid manages the time. I mean, he went. He went. Didn't call a single timeout last year in the Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll see if that well, happens again. Well, me Corey, what's your Super Bowl matchup and winner looking like? Uh, we got the Chiefs versus the Packers, uh, the battle of the potential MVP candidates. Um, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers does end up in, in, end up winning the MVP. Um, I think Mahomes is going to be like Jordan and be like, okay, you can get this, and I'm going to go ahead and get that. I <laughs> think he's going to go ahead and get Super Bowl MVP, and he's going to get the Super Bowl. And I think it's going to be, a, a yet again, battle of the All-State, 
uh, guys. And I think State Farm, Mahomes, State Farm, uh, State Farm, State Farm. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, the State Farm guys. <laughs> the State Farm guys, and it's gonna be. Uh, They're not in good hands. They're not. They're not. Not the Packers. I'm right there with you. I got the Packers versus Chiefs. I got old school versus new school. Two MVP candidates head to head. For the winner, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be on a mission. The Packers are, he's basically going to be on a mission to tell the Packers that they're idiots for drafting a backup quarterback. His defense is going to ball out through the entire playoffs. This entire team is going to get behind Aaron Jones. And that's why I have the Chiefs going back to back to win another Super Bowl. So Mahomes is going to do it, wrap up his second Super Bowl, engraving his name as he uh, climbs the totem to be the best quarterback of all time which I hate to say, but it's going to happen. That's why the Chiefs winning. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. Appreciate y'all listening. As always, make sure you guys are following us on social media. Make sure you guys check out Milton Sports Corner on social media. You guys want to give in your plugs? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hey, at Milton Sports Corners, but no vowels in corner. Three picks for the we've been we've been pretty good on we've our picks recently. Good. If Kurt, Kurt hasn't woke up for kickoff the past two weeks, but uh, early birds. Yeah. But hey, I didn't wake up last week. No, you didn't. No, you Sunday you missed. You, you missed it Sunday, guy. Did you try to get a freaking prop bet with Madison, even though he was damn near two touchdowns in. I didn't know the game started. So if you want time two picks, just talk to Kurt. He'll give you the time early bird special. Oh man, yeah. Make yeah. sure you guys are going to follow them for all your sports news and sports gambling because that's what they like to do over there crackhead mentality baby that's what i'm talking about (laughs) but make sure you guys are following us on twitter at the underscore nosebleeds that's k-n-o-w-s bleeds on instagram the nosebleeds and on facebook the nosebleeds podcast Corey, any last words can't wait to see bills versus bucks uh, in the super bowl i really can't wait if that happens and josh allen beats Tom Brady. I mean, we got to just say that Curtis is the greatest of all time at predicting Super Bowls. We're dropping we're dropping everything that. and going to Vegas if that happens. I mean, yo, like the Bills beating the Bucks, that'd be the greatest unpredictable Super Bowl that nobody would have said before. That'd be the best started. Super Bowl ever. Probably. Milton Sports Corner, any last words, fellas? RT17, fins up. Oh, man. Here we go again. Well, we appreciate y'all for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Hopefully, we hear an episode from you guys pretty soon. We'll see what's going on. But other than that, we are out. Deuces. Deuces.